Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, guys. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about survey, how you can set up your survey to learn more about customers and get insights, valuable data for your content marketing campaigns. And I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Michelle Lin. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, each day is awesome if you set up this positive mindset. So <laughs> you need to enjoy the process. Before we start, just Tell more about yourself, experience, background, and why you decided to share with us about uh, surveys. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in the marketing space, starting in product marketing in the 90s. Um, I moved into content marketing. I was a freelance writer, loved what I was doing. Um, and I actually moved into content marketing because I saw how useful it was for myself to help me you know, find clients. Um, and then I started working for Joe Polizzi. He runs an organization, or he ran an organization called Content Marketing Institute. And their focus um, was and still is how to advance the practice of content marketing. So for many years, I you know, supported content marketers. I ran their editorial. I, you know, it's all my, my, I was doing content marketing for content marketers. So a very meta experience. Um, but once I, I, I left CMI, I knew I still wanted to help marketers in some way, but I was trying to figure out how can I help them in a way that they're not currently being served and how can they really have the most impact. And from my experience of projects that worked and projects that I enjoyed working on, um, I landed upon helping marketers with survey-based research. So how can they conduct these surveys, reach out to their audience, reach out to others to really find these relentlessly helpful data-backed insights that they can then share in reports, they can then use as part of their thought leadership efforts. So this is specifically how to take those insights and publish those out to help you meet your marketing goals. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Yeah, uh, I read a book from uh, Joe Polusi. You know, yeah, awesome book. Uh, and uh, yeah, I love I love his content. He's uh, pretty Great. active uh, to share value. So yeah, nice to learn from such experts. And today I'm excited to learn more about you. Okay, uh, Michelle, can you tell uh, what kind of benefits uh, people can get uh, by uh, uh, by setting their surveys, you know, to learn customers by doing them? Because, you know, I see when companies use just uh, online studies to get the average data or uh, using online tools, but all of them provide average data, not uh, about your customers, even two businesses. Uh, that can sell, I don't know, like, uh, let's imagine iPhone, yeah, if they sell iPhone, they can have their unique selling proposition to share, uh, to sell iPhones. Can you tell about service, uh, how it's important and what kind of benefits we can get by setting our service? Absolutely. So just to clarify, so you can certainly do surveys of your own customers, if indeed your, those peers of those customers want to learn how, how all their peers are doing something, that can be super helpful. Or you can actually survey a different audience to, under, to, to understand what, how they're doing something to help your customers too. So um, when you do survey-based research, I mean, you gotta think about two different audiences is one, who's the audience for your findings? And then who do you wanna survey? And sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're different. Sometimes they can be your customers, sometimes they don't have to be. But again, with your customers, in mind, these, if your customers are the focus of your research, of the focus of your findings, 
what you can do is you can publish this research. And I've seen clients like Predictive Index, Erin um, Balsa, she used to work there. They did a state of remote report. Then I think she said there was over, I might be misquoting this, it's in her course, but over like 600 and some thousand dollars of opportunities. Or you can also, um, you know, I've also done surveys for startups, like net new companies, and they've used this to get brand awareness. They've used these to build their email subscribers. Um, you can also use surveys as a way to have one big pillar piece of content and create a ton of different content from it. So there's a lot of different benefits of doing this type of, of work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, let's talk about a new product. For example, if a uh, startup uh, that, I don't know, let's imagine, uh, uh, have uh, high quality product, awesome product, uh, but they have no customers, audience, they just started from scratch. How to survey if they have no audience, uh, they don't know, uh, yeah, uh, share more insights how to find people who can lead this startup in the right direction. So this is a very meta example. This is an example about what I what I did when I was starting Mantis. So what we were doing is, you know, we wanted to we want to help marketers conduct original um, research. So we did a study of how how if and how marketers are using original research in their marketing efforts. So that was the study that we did. We had zero customers. I mean, maybe had like one or two at the time. We had you know no audience. So what we did was we partnered with Buzzsumo. Who had it's a big audience and they wanted to they wanted they were really curious about survey-based research too and we we surveyed their audience to get that that type of, of information so find a mm -hmm. find a topic that you want to learn about that's also meaningful to your audience and that's something new and then figure out how to get those responses either like you said if you don't have your own list figure out how you can partner with someone um events make great partners if you can find a conference who is speaking to the audience that you want to survey you can co-promote and co-launch those findings um SaaS companies like buzzsumo work work great but find people who have your audience that you can survey or you can mm -hmm. pay for responses but that's my least favorite way to go uh, okay uh can you tell how to find these partners for example if if i'm going to find a partner how to do it you know yeah so typically what I would do is I would look for a partner who has a large enough audience mm -hmm. who also wants to answer the same questions that you want your research to answer. So, if, you know, if you basically say, I'm going to do all of the heavy lifting, I can get all of the, you know, I can help you. I'll write the survey. I'll do all, I'll do all of the, you know, programming and testing. I'll get the responses. I'll clean the data, create the reports. But again, just find someone who's interested in doing, who's interested in learning about the same things. So for instance, like when I used to work for CMI, back in the day, they started doing content marketing research. They didn't have a large enough audience, so they partnered with marketing profs. And every year they partner on this exact same research. It's a heavier lift for CMI than marketing profs, but it's always co-branded research. Does that help? <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, um, for example, uh, uh, by the way, we got uh, uh, the comment about experimenting with polls on LinkedIn and YouTube, and that's good uh, because of this comment, I can tell why. For example, uh, I found that I have different audience on my YouTube channel, on LinkedIn and my website. So they're quite different. On YouTube, people want to learn more about uh, content marketing, digital marketing. On my LinkedIn, I have connections with entrepreneurs, business owners. By the way, you asked me about my audience <laughs> before the podcast and uh, I got 
quite different audience on my website. People want to order my services to cooperate with me. So all of them are different. And I found, for example, if I set up uh, the poll on LinkedIn, I can get uh, the wrong data, not the wrong data, but uh, not accurate data if I, I'm going to create uh, marketing campaigns for my website. Can you tell? And you mentioned that uh, uh, you can partner with someone. Uh, let's imagine the Pusumo. Yeah, uh, very well known tool. But uh, and uh, if I use their audience to uh, ask about them, how it concerns my, uh, my uh, products? Uh, because uh, all products have their unique selling proposition. Tell more about that. For example, if I have no, um, my customers, but I'm going to use uh, different data from other websites that have this data, but uh, how to relate with my unique selling proposition? So I would actually back up and I would say, why are you doing this research? Are you doing this research to learn how people are using your products? Are you learning? Are you doing this research to you know, figure out if there's a product market fit. Like, I, I guess first I would ask. So there's mm -hmm. two different types of research you can do. One is market research. So if you're trying to figure out, if you're trying to answer questions for your own marketing purposes, and you want to understand, you know, if there's like, again, pricing and product market fit and all of those different things, that's that's marketing research. Or I'm sorry, that's, that's market research. The other way to do research, which is how I do it, I mean, there's many ways, but the way that I do research is this is for content marketing and thought leadership. So it's actually specifically not about your products and your services. Yeah. You want to make it about industry trends or answering those questions that your, you know, your community and your audience wants to answer. So depending on what you're doing, that's going to impact who you want to survey and that's going to impact how you find that partner. Yeah. So if, if, if it's product based you might you might only want to survey your customers or you might want to reach out to people but you want to find you want to make sure that you're aligning the questions for the audience like you want to make sure if you're have a, if there's questions about business owners you put them on the channel where you're connecting with business owners mm -hmm. yeah got it <laughs> right now i got it okay uh i have the question uh, i found on your linkedin profile that you can get backlinks mentions by uh having uh, your research. Can you tell more about that? How to earn uh, today authoritative and relevant backlinks or mentions to create brand awareness to provide this link building campaigns by setting research? Absolutely. So I don't know if you guys know Andy Crestedina. I don't know if you know Andy Crestedina. Yeah, of course I know him. <laughs> I feel like everyone knows Andy. So one of the things that he does every single year is a blogging study. And have you seen his blogging study? And he publishes all the results in one big blog post every single year. and I haven't talked with him about this for a year or so, but this piece of content, if you look on BuzzSumo, is his best performing piece of content every single year. He gets links to this data constantly because he's answering those questions that people have about blogging. So again, if you tap into those questions, you answer them. Um, Andy's smart because he, he created an SEO optimized blog post. Um, he often he invites collaborators to comment on the findings and then he, you know, those collaborators share the links. He's a, he's a promotion master, so they do a lot of different things to promote the, the research. But that one study is a huge backlink back magnet for him. Um, that's, just, mm -hmm. that's, just one, that's just one example of, of how to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you uh, tell how to find these ideas? For example, if uh, I'm going to create my research, I know it takes time to get the data and provide something unique. Uh, can you tell how to find these ideas uh, about research that can deserve a lot of backlinks. 
Yeah. So what I, what I, especially, so if your goal is backlinks, what I always do is I tell people to figure out a research topic. You got to have to find your research niche, just like you do with any type of content. So like, let's say you're in the content marketing space. You know, if you type in state of content marketing or content marketing stats or anything like that, you're going to find so many different links, like a general content marketing report that's been covered. Mm-hmm. So what I always tell people to do is to figure out, you know, what is a topic that's meaningful to your audience? What is your topic that aligns with your brand? And what is something that says something new? So for instance, I was working with that brand, they're called Typeset. They're an agency out of UK and Australia. And they were a net new content marketing agency. They didn't, they didn't want to study, you know, we, we knew that they didn't want to study content marketing because that had been covered. So I asked them, you know, tell me more about your brand or tell me about those things that drive you crazy. And they're like, you know what, we hate that, you know, marketers are spending so many, so much time on um, content, but they don't even know how, they don't even know if it's working. They don't know what's actually effective. You know, how can we dig into that? So we did a state of of writing where we looked at writing effectiveness. What's the type of content people are are using? What are the processes they have in, in place? And are they finding success? And what does that look like? And then what are those mm-hmm. people who are having success doing, doing differently? So they kind of found their research niche based on something that was really meaningful to them. And again, something that was really meaningful to their audience and something that hadn't been studied. So you have to find that net new thing if you want to get backlinks. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You know, you mentioned a few times uh, differently, uh, you something unique. Uh, and uh, by the way, I found the same quote on your uh, LinkedIn profile that uh, uh, let me find it. Ah, I wanted to focus on unique content and meaningful. Can you tell more about that? Because, you know, uh, it's a big issue with many uh, webmasters, uh, my customers. Uh, they usually rewrite, you know, existing content or hire copywriters who uh, can find uh, some examples. Uh, for example, when they create uh, the task, they usually share examples. And uh, that's a great way to rewrite them, you know, to create the same content. They can cheat and game uh, many tools that show uh, like uh, 100% uniqueness, but it, uh, it's the same stuff. It's, I don't know, like I, I often ask my friends about a new movie and uh, the most common reply, nothing special. You know, it's the same plot that with many other movies. Can you tell about uh, unique content? How, uh, for example, if uh, some companies have no time to create content, they want to cooperate with content creators. That's normal because uh, they need to compete to create awesome products, high quality products. Uh, but uh, how to uh, cooperate with content creators that provide something meaningful, unique and new? Yes, I mean, it's a it's a great question because I mean, I've been in this space for a long time. You've been in this space for a long time. And, it, it, and, and at the beginning, it was so much easier to find something net new to actually say. And, you know, like I said, I was working for CMI. I was doing content marketing, writing about content marketing. I feel like I was reading the same stuff again and again and again. Um, so it is really difficult to, to find something new. So I don't know if you read Joe's book, um, Content Inc. And he talks about your content mm-hmm. tilt, which is your, your sweet spot. What, what, what are you doing that's actually saying something new? So find what that sweet spot is. Of Find your thing. And if you have to niche down to find that thing, so you're actually saying something new to a new audience. And I think research works really, really well, just because if you do research well and you find, you know, what are those unanswered questions, 
you're just inherently finding something new to say. You're inherently adding something meaningful to the conversation because, you know, people are wondering, you know, this and, and, and you're giving them them answers. So I think that's why research is, I work with all these clients who do this and they get so excited to figure out what people are actually saying. Is it validate what they believe to be true? Does it say something different? But just having something new in your content marketing arsenal just really re-energizes people. And I think it re-energizes, you know, hopefully your audience too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's talk about CMI. Uh, by the way, uh, someone who uh, doesn't know about CMI, it Content Marketing Institute website. So you can find the link in the description below. And uh, I often read your uh, blog. I often check out some new content. Uh, and uh, I found that you have uh, many great marketers who can share all these insights. Can you tell uh, how you can uh, build relationships with these marketers who can create this awesome high quality content? for your blog because you know uh, uh, I think you know uh, uh, today it, it's important to cooperate with experts not uh, copywriters writers who can write about anything but if you cooperate with experts uh, yeah you can go ahead uh, tell more about building relationships with these offers so how do you build relationships with, with experts yeah. is that what you're asking yeah I mean I think a lot of times it's interesting because I feel like that's just something for myself. It just happened organically over time. I mean, it's not something I, I'm not a, I'm a believer of serendipity and I'm a, I mean, there, there is process behind it too, but I believe it is like, you're putting, you know, good things out into the world and you're just, you're just making genuine connections with people. Um, I would, I would definitely recommend finding people in your space who you admire. I would try to yeah. find those, especially find those people in your space who aren't those like go-to people that everyone knows about and everyone's asking. Who are those up-and-comers in your space who are still, you know, connecting with people? Like, you know, I, I know you and I are, are both big fans of, of, of LinkedIn. How can you mine LinkedIn to find those experts? And once you do, engage in their conversations, comment on their posts, you know, share what, what they're doing and just become a resource to them so that you're adding value to them. So if you do want to go to them and you do have an ask for them, it's much, it's a much more, um, it's an easier ask. It just feels like, like you're being a, a better human. <laughs> I'm all about being a good human and just being again, relentlessly helpful to people, but you know, try to make those genuine connections based on interest and, and participation. Uh, Michelle, you unhided my secrets. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I felt it's better not to unhide them, but you did it. Okay, guys, you know my secrets that it's better to uh, build relationships by engaging with others. LinkedIn is awesome place. Uh, you can use Twitter if you love the social media, but it's better to be, uh, as you mentioned, genuine. You know, and uh, I found uh, the best way to engage with others to comment on their so you can follow them and uh, uh, you know for example uh, I often get the question how I can build uh, such audience and I reply to them you know I spent uh, I don't remember exactly the time like uh, more than a year uh, commenting a lot like 100 comments a day uh, and um, probably I passed a few days but in most cases I did it that was consistency and uh, I didn't write Thank you, great post. I just uh, shared extra insights, value. Uh, I help others, support them because people 
uh, wanna get more value. So if you can help mm -hmm. them in your commenting, they wanna get more value. They can uh, open your profile and follow you. So yeah, uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, Michelle, we have the question from uh, Muhammad. Uh, so surveys are type of qualitative research. What do you think? So I would actually say in general, surveys are typically more quantitative. So they're more numeric based. They're more um, qualitative research is more um, like if you do a focus group, if you do a series of, of interviews and you pull out those those trends. So I think that I think that both work really, really well. Um, and I actually sometimes, you know, counsel people to use qualitative research and over survey and, and quantitative research. Um, but they are they are a bit different mm -hmm. with, with mm -hmm. surveys you're 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 trying to, to reach enough people to have good credible data with qualitative research you can certainly you can dig in deeper to a topic but talk to fewer people mm -hmm. okay michelle uh, i have the question how to promote research let's imagine i created awesome research valuable insights but how to tell people that I have this research because uh, even the best piece of content needs uh, some promotion. Tell more about that. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I always say is that when you when you launch your research, you should choose one spot to point everything to. So that's that's the first step. So for most companies, this is some type of visual landing page where you share um, your findings, those key takeaways. You can include collaborator quotes. You can inc include, you know, um, interactive graphs and charts and things. But really, tell the story of your research on one page so that people want to link to it. From there, um, you know, have some next step. Is that you know linking to the report that's gated, or is it you know providing them with some additional resources like, hey, our research uncovered, you know, these challenges. Here's a guide on how to how to address those. Because so start with the landing page. Where you point everyone and then figure out what that next step is and then from there i think then then you can start putting together your all of of your different promotions and there are so many different ways to do this i don't know if there is a, is a spot for links um but there's a, there's a ton of different ways that you can repurpose your content you can use webinars you know have webinars where you share all your key findings or have webinar panel conversations, you know, talk about different challenges. Um, you can write lots of different blog posts about about your research, you know, talk about, you know, here are the key trends or, you know, here's here's a pain point that that we discovered and here is, is a solution. You know, you can share this on, you know, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. You can share it, you know, via guides and playbooks and um, all, all sorts of, of different things that, that you can do. So. I actually, this fall, the presentation I've been giving at conferences is how to create a year's worth of content from one research report. So if anyone wants, you know, links to the slides, um, I'm actually next week content marketing conference. It's a, it's a free event. I'm talking about it there, but if anybody wants links to slides, examples, anything, let me know. I can certainly talk about it more, share more, whatever is helpful. Yeah, nice, nice. I can talk about that, uh, that, that for the entire time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, Michelle, uh, I'll share uh, this event uh, with my audience. Uh, guys, you can find the description. In the, uh, yeah, the link in the description below. And I have the final question. Uh, let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills. What would you do today to learn more about uh, creating research? 
So if I were to start from, from scratch and I was like, you know, this yeah. is some research I, I want to do. I'm, I'm assuming the person has a limited budget and is scrappy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or me, it's not uh, like hiring someone to do it. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, iPhone, for example, that I usually get much higher results with uh, webmasters who understand SEO. So if they understand the basic of SEO, uh, they don't need to be experts, but they need to understand why we need to create high quality content, uh, what kind of backlinks we need. So uh, yeah, we usually get uh, much higher results. If someone doesn't understand, it's the same like, I don't know, if, uh, if you wanna lose weight. So if you don't understand why you need to eat healthy food, train hard, many other stuff, it's hard. The best coach can't help you, you know. The best tutor can't help you to learn a foreign language if you don't understand why you need to do it so and how to do it so uh, i think it's the same with research uh, for example let's imagine you want to hire someone and uh, but you need to understand the basic and what kind of benefits you can get just uh, what you do right now to learn this basic about research yeah i mean if you want to start learning i would start studying what others are doing i'm a big Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in like learning. So I would start looking for others who have created research. I would start, you know, putting together swipe files I, and, and start saying, well, hey, this works really well. This doesn't work well. Um, I'm a very, like, probably like you, I'm a very big believer of reaching out to people. I, I, I still do this. So if there's someone's research who I admire, I'll reach out and say, hey, can we talk about this? Can I, can I, I learn what you did and what you learned along, along the, the, the way? So, um, it's again just study what's out there talk to others who are doing it to get advice um certainly you know talk to me i not only that in a, in a pitchy way um and if you want to get help with one part of the process get help with writing your survey questions because if those are not good if those are not solid if you don't have a lot of jumping off off places to tell stories your your project is going to fall flat so it's going to take, this is a time consuming project. So just make sure that the survey is in, is in great shape. Okay. Love it. Love it, Michelle. It's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn, to learn more about you, follow you. Sure. I'm on, my website is mantisresearch.com. And you can also follow me on LinkedIn. My, um, it's Michelle with one L, Lynn, L-I-N-N. So yeah, reach out and connect. I, I, I love talking about this stuff. I'm such a, a, a big nerd. Um, so seriously, reach out, ask questions. Always happy to help. Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Please follow Michelle. You can see a lot of valuable insights. Uh, open uh, CMI because it's awesome blog, one of the best uh, in my list because I, I have a bunch of blogs, but I know uh, about uniqueness, about value on this blog, so it's so valuable. Uh, open uh, personal uh, Michelle website so you can learn a lot of them. And guys, Thank you for taking time and see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.